FM Rewind. Wow. Wow. 88.1. The Main Switch. Mr. Good good morning and welcome to the Main Switch. Good morning to you and to Raza FM and to Wow FM listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we already um, uh, branded a new. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Good Enough. Um, to someone who's listening, and maybe they might not understand what is the state of the national address is. Can you just break it down for us? What is it about? And of course, um, what does it mean for us to actually have it? Well, the state of the nation address is about is a is a speech whereby the president addresses the nation about the country's priorities for that year. But in uh, addressing the nation about the priorities. They are also addressing the nation about what last year's priorities have been and if some of them have been achieved or not. So what uh, it's expected that Cyril Ramaphosa is going to do today is for him to give matching orders to say it's 2024 and this is what the government was to achieve in the financial year of 2024, but also this is what the government achieved in the financial year of 2023 up until now. So I just want to understand, Mr. Goodenough, what is the reason for us to have the SONA? Is it for us to be informed about the plannings of the government? Is it just mainly about that? Yeah, I think the, 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 the SONA is largely about government coming, uh, it's about the executive coming to account. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a platform whereby the executive comes back to account because we need to understand the SONA uh, uh, in this way. Mm. First of all, it's more than just a speech. The president mm. is going to deliver a speech today, yes, but in, the, in subsequent weeks, the SONA is going to be discussed in parliament, which means the parliament is going to start questioning the executive on the things that the president says they have achieved in 2023 and also on the things that he says are going to be achieved in 2024. Yeah. So tonight's session, it's the president, is the executive coming to account and address us on priorities in subsequent weeks, is the parliamentarians who are, who are elected by the people questioning the president on those priorities and also questioning whether those that he says he has achieved, they've been achieved, and whether those that he says are going to be uh, uh, done in 2024 are actually doable. Okay. Mr. Goodenough, I love the fact that you mentioned that uh, this is not just a speech. Because if you remember, in the previous sauna, like I mentioned earlier on, that Sarah Ramaphosa actually addressed four issues that um, South Africans deal with daily, which is low shedding, unemployment, poverty, and of course the rise of cost of living in South Africa, corruption and crime. I just want to find out from you, do you think there was any change when it comes to those? There wasn't any change, but you know, I'll put the blame for lack of change on opposition parties, on the ANC, let's say 40% on the ANC, but 60% on opposition parties. Because we have got opposition parties that just do not understand how to do politics, that do not have answers to issues that the ANC raises, that the president raised, but they cannot be implementable. For example, when the president comes and says we are going to start fighting corruption, we're going to start fighting crime. If you listen at the debates that happen after the parliamentarians, it's more about saying that is not going to happen. None of them comes up with very practical solutions. The, 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 the suggestions are so fragmented that the DA's suggestions are more about addressing crime in the suburbs and in the farms. Uh, other, uh, other political parties don't even have solutions. And when it talks about uh, dealing with load shading, as you, as you said in the past four sonas, the parties will say, no, this is not going to happen, you're not doing it right. 
they will all focus on ESCOM. None of them is actually talking about the just transition. None of them is saying, look, Mpumalanga, Limpopo, they are very hot provinces, Northern Cape, windy, hot. Here are the solutions you can come up with. You can come up with solar projects, you can come up with wind projects. None of the opposing parties are providing alternatives to whatever the ANC is failing to, 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 to explain. Unemployment is one of those as well. When the president says we have created employment, and at that point he's talking about the extended public works programs, the assistant educators that we see there, the opposing parties, they, understand, they come out and they understand employment in the context of what the government is saying. None of them is providing alternatives to say, but you cannot fix employment until you fix the issue of rural land, ownership, trust. because as long as land remains held by few hands, it becomes difficult for people to can use land to create jobs. So they don't link uh, uh, the, the current situation with, with the problem that is there. Poverty, for example, I can also use poverty. What is poverty? Mm. The government in the past few weeks, it, it, it passed an amendment, uh, minimum wage of 87.85 cents, if I'm not mistaken, per hour. But now it gives young people what they call a stimulus of 350, and you do the 350 in 30 days, you can realize that no one can live off that. But now when they say they're going to eradicate poverty, they give people 350. There is no political party that comes with alternatives. They always say, yeah, we need, we, 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 we need a national grant for unemployed people. So... 40% is ANC because they know they can be able, they can trim, and no one's going to question. Because here's the situation. The quality of our parliamentarians is so very, very low because they all come through a system. It's about who knows who. And at the end of the day, they can provide alternatives to energy, alternatives to employment, alternatives to crime, alternatives to corruption. None of them is forcing the president to implement uh, the Zondo Commission with a proper alternative to say this is how to do it. They're just opposing, opposing, because they see opposition or vocal, being vocal in opposition being the way for them to build the electorate, the electorate for themselves so that they can also be in government and they can start lying to people the same way the ANC has been doing in the past 29 years. Um, Mr. Goodenough, please correct me if I'm wrong. Ne? So what you are basically saying is that whatever the president puts on the table, it's not solely up to the ANC to implement what he's coming with. No, it's not. It's not okay. absolutely to, 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 to whatever the president puts there is a proposal. Um, the implementation phase should be something that is done by government. Those people who are elected, they're not elected there to oppose. They're elected there to legislate. That's why we call mm. them. We call it the, 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 the we call it the legislature. They're supposed to go there and make laws that make implementable the proposals that the president is saying. I'll use a very simple example. When the, when when Cyril came to, when Ramaphosa came to power. He appointed what they call the high panel, uh, high high level review panel led by Dr. Sigimov Madi to look at the state of the state security agency as the Zondo Commission had at the at, at the time raised to say the state security agency has been captured, uh, it's being used for political factions, it needs an overall. And now uh, the panel re- released a report and. 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023, because their job is to legislate. Why didn't some of them submit a proposal to say, look, this is a bill that we are proposing for the amendment of 
for, for the implementation of the recommendations of the high panel so that it, the idea should have come from opposition parties instead of saying we are regulating VAU FM or VAU go out and write the laws on how you can be regulated. So yeah. that's the point I'm saying that it's not wholly up to the ANC. It's up to it's up to the legislature to legislate laws that make all the president saying implementable. If the president says load shading is going to be, we are going to deal with, with load shading through a, 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 a basket of a, a basket of or, 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 or source of energy. Why is it that members of parliament that come from the two provinces of Limpopo and Pumalanga they don't get there and submit a bill that says for all these poor people along? In, in these provinces, government has to put two solar panels on top of their roofs because there was a time when they used to say they can give every family a set-top box for them to access a, a high-definition TV. Why can't they say, put two, put, put two solar panels on top of every roof in those provinces and you have all that time mitigated load shading because whenever power goes off, those houses remain lit, the learners can continue writing, their, they, they can continue doing their homework, the parents can continue cooking, life can go on. Why isn't those legislators... Because their quality is that they don't even understand what energy is. They think energy is looking at the pylons, they're thinking fossil fuels, they're thinking ESCOM is the sole provider of energy. That is why when you hear about government talking about... Mr. Goodenough, of, um, because of time, unfortunately, we have to let you go. But thank you so much for joining us here on the main switch and, of course, helping us to unpack this serious, serious conversation that is happening tonight. Yeah? You're welcome. Thank you very much. The main switch. FM Rewind, Bow 88.1.